This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the publishing day to all of you. Um, I have been wanting to do a program for a long, long time on one of the hot kids on the block, which is called Instagram. And back with me from la- literally last month is the amazing Deborah Jason, who has got marketing in her DNA. And, uh, and she really likes to do marketing and writing with her, from her heart, whether for her own work or for her clients, but without all the hype. She's a national speaker. She's a direct response copyright. She's a marketing mentor, and she's the author of the award-winning book, Millionaire Marketing on a Shoestring Budget. She speaks about the value of building relationships and the art of engaging as they relate to attracting clients, generating leads, and networking, both offline and online. So we're going to be jumping in. We did the last show we did was really great tips on LinkedIn. Loved it. Um, and now we're going to switch our hats, as I said, and we are going to be tap dancing with Instagram. Oh, I forgot and, my tap shoes. <laughs> oh, okay. So wait a minute. We can do, let's see. How about that? <laughs> okay. Here we're ready. Here are the mouse, 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 mouse. Okay. All right. Shuffles. We're going to shuffle, toe, tap, twibbit. All right, do those things. But um, we want to bring some pop and power to what you're doing if you're already on Instagram so we can pop it up and goose it and move it into another direction. If you're thinking about it, we're going to start with some real basics in the beginning um, to get on it and, um, and, and welcome you to really the world of Instagram that who should be using it, why you should be using it, and how you should be using that. And with that, Deborah, welcome back. Thank you, Judith. It's my honor to be a return guest. I appreciate the yeah. invitation. Yeah, there you go. All <laughs> right. So, but return guest. I love that. And, and with that, and I love having return guests because they know how we work and we go into it and it's flow. And then it's actually more fun for me because I like to have fun. I'm always willing to work hard. I just like to have fun too. So with that, let's talk about Instagram. Why should we be using it? Well, Instagram right now is the second most logged in social media site. And that's according to research done by Pew Research. So, you know, it's second behind Facebook and probably six out of ten Instagram users log in at least once a day. So, so there's a, say that again, I'm sorry, I missed that. Well, you know, and on top of that, worldwide, there are 1 billion active users. Um, out of that number, the last number I saw was 120 million users in the U.S., and that was as of last month. 
Um, you know, and those numbers are projected to keep growing. So the thing to ask yourself as an author is, well, should I be there or shouldn't I? And in most cases, you probably should. And the reason I say most cases is because we all go through those phases of, you know, there's some new sparkling, shiny object out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And we go, okay, everyone else is there. I should be there. But that mm-hmm. doesn't always mean that just because everyone else is there, you should be. So look at your audience and look at what it is that your goals are and then make a decision. Also, one thing I add to that is, do you like the platform? Will you have fun there? Judith, you mentioned earlier, you like to you know, work hard, but you have fun. Because if you don't find it fun, then it's just going to be a chore and you're not going to be consistent and maintain it. And and you know what? And any of the platforms, Deborah, as you know, uh, for all of you listeners, that whatever platform you're going to be on, consistency needs to be a driver. You, you need to show up often. On it, and it's not once a month you drop in. That doesn't work. It just doesn't work on it. Um, you know, one of the things, Deborah, what I found uh-huh. about uh, the Instagram, which is fascinating, you know, used to be when Pinterest came along, which is certainly huge. But when Pinterest came along, if you were a foodie, uh, a cook, you had recipes, um, anything that was a visually type art, that was the player you have to be. Boy, for for Instagram, because it is a visual thing, that it's huge for the foodies out there, for the cooks who are sharing um, and putting stuff out with recipes with links over to where they can find it more permanently. But uh, I'm, I'm fascinated with that growth side of it. Well, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I have a very dear friend whose daughter blows up. Instagram because she's a foodie <clears throat> and she posts recipes. She's a graduate of um, the international, what's it called? Uh, it's it's ICE, I-C-E. So it's mm-hmm. International Cul- Culinary Education Cul- culinary. or something like that. Yeah, it's culinary. And, yeah. um, you know, they've had her on the show posting, you know, herself cooking in the kitchen, and she's adorable. And I forget how many followers she has now. Um but, you know, some people who are authors or writers have asked me and said, you know, I'm a writer. I have a book. It's not that visual. But I would argue with that. Yeah. Because yep. um, there are so many things that authors can do. And, you know, Instagram's a great tool for generating great content, um, for positioning your brand, for obviously connecting with a broader audience. And even from monetizing your writing. Now, let me put a caveat in there. It doesn't happen overnight. Okay. But there are some basics, as we mentioned earlier, that you could follow. And I'll also offer some suggestions on what you can post if you're an author. Oh, I'd make it worth your while. Authors need to hear that. So, okay. So everybody, here's, here's the why. There's over a billion viewers worldwide over uh, 20 million here in the United States 120 million 120 oh I missed the one okay 120 million here in the U.S. and the the second part is that the third part is that people who are the this 120 million in the U.S. they're going on once a day dang Mm -hmm. at least once a day (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, here's the the other thing that we could maybe get into the how-tos, but Instagram loves hashtags. 
And the more you throw on, the better. Well, at least no more than 30. But the more you <laughs> throw on there, you open up your channel into so many other eyeball possibilities. So it's huge, huge. So that's my two bits. <laughs> well, let's talk about, you know, for those of um, who are the, for those people who are listening and going, well, should I, shouldn't I, or I want to, but I don't know how to start. The first thing on Instagram is to create your author, your author biography. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's something that should resonate obviously with your target audience and speak to them, not try to speak to everybody. Um, you want your bio and my bio, I have, um, a couple of hashtags. So one of my hashtags in my bio is author. Uh, but you also want to include, this is the only place that you can have a hyperlink to your website or to your blog is in your bio. Okay, you can put your URL inside a, a post, but it's not clickable. The only place it's clickable is in your bio. So make sure that you put that in there. Um, and then once you've got that done, really, you can start posting. But the important thing when you're posting is to make sure, and you kind of touched on it already, one, that you're consistent, but not just that you're consistent in what you post, but that you're consistent in engaging, okay? And this is true across all social platforms. It's not just about broadcasting. It's about interacting and involving other people. So even if someone just, you know, gives you a little heart on Instagram, you could go in and just say, thank you, Judith, you know, for liking my picture or what did you like about it? And then you'll find a lot on Instagram people might post a comment, but the comment is just another emoji. So even when that happens to me, I still say thank you for the thumbs up or I look at what emoji they posted or some people will just write, you know, stunning, beautiful, lovely, or I love that. Always engage. And this is a big thing because if you're on social media channels of any kind, it's about being social. And if you're not going to be social, why are you there? Because just slamming up your stuff and not engaging with people isn't going to get you an audience that appreciates who you are as a person, as an author. You know, Deborah, what I love what you said, we have one minute to our uh, coming up here very closely for our okay. first break. But I love what you said that if they even did give you a heart which says that they liked what you did, that go ahead, you know, just say glad you liked it, Susie, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And whether it's a thumbs up emoji or, or, or the ability of emojis that are out there, right. you can go ahead and just do a quick acknowledgement and and then and, and just go on. Those things take a nanosecond to do, everybody. On that, I mean, you do have to put yourself on a budget. We're not talking about you putting in a paragraph and responding. Um, or, you know, writing more. We're just, it's a very quick response. Would you say that that's correct or do you expect more from your side of it in responses, Deborah? No, it, you know, it depends what somebody comments, but, you know, emojis and hashtags are fairly popular on Instagram in particular. Um, so if somebody just responds with an emoji, yeah, it doesn't mean you need to go in there and write two paragraphs saying, thanks so much for the heart. Let me tell you this and let me, you know, explain it. <laughs> you need to say thanks. Now, if someone comments and they have a substantial comment, then, of course, yeah. you want to try to respond to whatever it was they said um, okay. in a positive way is my, my yeah. philosophy. 
Great. So with me is Deborah Jason. She gets involved with marketing. She, oh, we also did a wonderful podcast a little bit ago on LinkedIn. I would encourage all of you to go listen to, but today it's all about Instagram, Instagram, who, what, why, how for authors. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out... You will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at AuthorU.org. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success... You want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, it's Instagram time, everybody. And should you as an author be on Instagram? 
probably, well, if you want to have your eyes in front of a, possibly 120 million um, Americans, might be a good idea. With me is Deborah Jason. We're talking about the who, what, why, how, where, ta-da, of Instagram. And so we went through, the first thing she said on the bio is huge tip that in your bio, you can hyperlink your website. It's the only place you're going to be able to do it. So make sure you have it in there and use a couple of hashtags. So with that, start posting. All right, Deborah, we're posting. What should <laughs> we post? <laughs> what should you're we post? posting, but now everyone goes, well, what am I supposed to be posting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one great place to start is with a cover of your book. Okay. Absolutely. Now, um, one thing I like to suggest, and Judith, I think some time ago you and I talked about this, is you know if you're in the midst of writing a book, you don't have to wait until the book is published. So, for example, if you're working on a cover for your book, you might post one cover or two covers and say, "This is what I'm working on. What do you think?" You know, and see what people do and how they respond. And obviously, if your book is already published, it's a perfect place to advertise your new book. Uh, you could also, in, in Instagram, you get what's called a caption. Okay, so you can post the image. You can't just post a content. In other words, you can't just type in something. You need an image. And then the image has a caption. So you could explain in the caption a story behind the cover. Where did that come from? So, for example, on my book, Millionaire Marketing on a Shoestring Budget, there's an image of a gold shoestring. So what's the story behind that? Well, we're talking about a shoestring budget, but we're also talking about marketing in a way where it doesn't take you a lot of money, but you get big money results. So it's sparkly gold shoestring. It's just not any gold shoestring. So I could share that story in a comment. So that's one thing you do is your book cover. Okay, then so go question, inside question. your book. Deborah, Do you have anything that's quotable? So I go through my book and I highlight things and I turn those into memes. So if I have my own images, which I love to take pictures of flowers and lately I've gotten into art, I put some of my quotes on images. Or I find an image of me maybe at um, an event where somebody was buying my book or where somebody commented on my book. Then what I do when I post it is I post whatever the quote was from the book in the comment section. I say what page it's from from my book. And then I use hashtags. And we'll talk about hashtags in a moment. So that's another thing. Look inside your book and see what you have that's a motivational, inspirational quote. And some people go, well, my book's fiction. I don't really have anything. I'm like, well, maybe one of your characters does. Maybe your character says something that you can turn into a meme. Um, and then, you know, you can go off and add funny quotes or quotes from other authors that you're inspired by. So there are many opportunities when it comes to motivational quotes. All right. I have a question, a couple questions. Uh -huh. When you do captions... Captions, are you limited to character account and responding and putting something up there? Say that again. Are you limited by what? Character count. Like oh, okay. So Instagram in your captions gives you 2,200 characters. The thing to keep in oh, mind, it's though, huge. is they, um, it's huge. they truncate yeah. it. So if it's that many characters, when somebody sees your post, what they're going to see first are just 125 characters. So make sure if you're making a longer post, 
that the most important information appears on the top and that your hashtags go down below. Oh, well, here's the thing. You used a magic word. Why don't you tell people how to truncate it? So if you, let's say you have a 300-word caption and you only want to show a short bit of it, how do they truncate it? Well, the only way you can do the Instagram truncates it. Oh, Instagram will truncate yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Instagram truncates it. So if you have 2,200 characters, they're going to truncate it into 125 characters, not words. Yes. So Got all it. your words will be there if somebody clicks see more. That's right. But so what it'll, you'll see initially is the first 125 characters. So That's Instagram. That's a really long post. All right, Instagram will automatically put see more or more on it and yeah, they know to click on it. Yeah, you don't have to it. do that. That's a, it's, it's hybrid. So you just type it in, you know, and then Instagram right. will do its thing. If, um, if you have a poster, Deborah, if you have a poster um, and you, you have a quote on it, let's say from the book, um, do you have to retype that out in the caption to add in the hashtags and stuff? Should Or should you do that? So you're, you're saying you have an image and the image has a quote. I, That's I'm, correct. Um, probably 99.9% of the time, I will, yes, I will type that quote in the caption as well. Okay. Yes. And if, like I said earlier, if it's a quote from my book, I'll say what page number it's on. Yeah, and I think I'll that's clever. The um, the other thing you can do, for example, let's say you do in your bio, you have a link to your book page or your book website. When you post something in your caption and you say, this is from page 29 of my book, then you can say, see link in my bio. Okay. That's their call to action is make sure that they know because they can't link. To, you, you can put the link in your caption, but they can't click on it. The only place they can click on that is to go back to your bio and find the link up in your bio to your book's website. So, okay. yes, there are a couple of answers I gave you to that one question, but yep. I do yeah. put the quote into the caption. Mm-hmm. And then depending on what the quote is, I might, you know, add something to it. You know, mm-hmm. that asks a question of whoever's reading it. And then with the hashtags, we'll sort of jump into that a little bit, specifically for quotes. Um, you know, one of the hashtags you could use is quote. Another hashtag you could use is inspiration. Another hashtag you could use is specifically related to your book. So when I do something from my book, my hashtag is millionaire marketing book. I have a colleague who wrote a book, um, the title, what's the title of her book? I'm looking for it. It's something like Fear Fear is My Homeboy is her book. And her hashtag is Fear Boss because she talks about fear and being fearless. Mm-hmm. So look at your book. You know, obviously when you first come out of the gate, somebody may not know your book and the hashtag you're using. But over time... If people want to search that hashtag, if you've been using it repeatedly, it'll pop up in an Instagram search for that hashtag. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk some more about hashtags, but let's sort of stay focused on what else you can post. Okay. So one thing that many of us as authors do is we have book signings. So post a picture of you signing a book. Post a picture of you with somebody who just bought your book. You know, and then um, use the location. So were you at 
um, tattered cover in Denver, Colorado. Make sure that's in there. And there's a spot um, when you're putting up your post, there is something that says location. And sometimes you can Mm -hmm. leave it blank, and other times you can go and you can search. Well, is tattered cover in here, or is Denver, Colorado in here, or Boulder Bookstore? Um, Maybe right now at this time you may not be having an in-person book signing, but some people have been having virtual book signings. Absolutely. And and also, I'm going to do an add-on that if mm-hmm. you're at a location and if they do have a specific hashtag, for heaven's sakes, hashtag tattered cover. Hashtag yes. And if, has, if tattered cover also has an Instagram account, then mention, do what's called an at mention, you know, the little symbol for at mm-hmm. and tattered cover. And then that way tattered cover sees that you're also promoting them. Right. And, and I'm curious, how many of them, um, they, of course, on Twitter, they called them handles, um, which was the ad sign. How I, I would assume that most companies would try to have the same handle or their ad sign across channels when appropriate. Would yeah, you it's, a, it's important to try to be consistent with that. So yeah. if you're looking, you know, there's a, I have one or two exceptions for me personally because my copywriting business is called The Right Direction. And actually, in the very beginning of all the social stuff, I used my handle across several platforms as MKTG for marketing copywriter. So it was MKTG copywriter. And eventually I changed it because most people were looking for me, Deborah Jason. So if you look mm-hmm. for me on Twitter, it's now Deborah Jason. On LinkedIn, it's Deborah Jason. On Instagram, it's Deborah Jason. On Facebook, the one exception is my business page is Right Direction, W-R-I-T-E. Because mm-hmm. um, I think at that time, it, Facebook had some limitation, like you could only change your business page once in terms of the I, name you were using. I, I know. And now Facebook changes its mind every day. So what yeah, can I say? So it's really important to be consistent. So if you have a Twitter handle and it's, you know, Judith Bryles, use it on your Instagram as Judith Bryles. Um, it's really, it's, it just helps you to be consistent across all your channels. It always, it always does. And, you know, I, I have a question about, since we're talking about consistencies, um, I've noticed that some people are using, I, I can't remember who came up with it, um, but they have new images, like an avatar. Um, that you could select for some of them. I am personally for actually seeing your picture so I know what you look like. But do you have any thoughts on that? Um, you know, I haven't seen anyone really using the avatars on Instagram. It's really popular on Facebook. I still maintain my image. Mm-hmm. Me too. It could be something you want to do for fun, you know, or here's what I would suggest. Keep your actual avatar that you use on your Instagram bio. Um something where people see your face if you really have are having fun with the instagram with the avatars make it one of your posts you know put up an image and say oh isn't this kind of cool you know instagram created this avatar and i thought it was fun do you think it looks like me you know which is what a lot of people actually are doing on facebook Oh, that will handle it. All right, we're going to take our next break. With me is Deborah Jason, and we're talking about how to rock and roll and really pop and bring power to your social media posts via Instagram. We'll be right back. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing.
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcast. The subjects our podcast cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com that's s-c-o-t-t at t-o-g-i-n-e-t r-a-d-i-o dot com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we're doing Instagram today, and we were just talking about a variety of things to post, which I thought were very, you know, I normally do posters, I do quotes, um, and all that, but Deborah has some other ideas. Anything else there you think about? I mean, I, think- I have a couple of ideas up my sleeve. Um, so one thing you can do <clears throat> is post images of books you're reading. One of the popular hashtags on Instagram is actually recommended reading. So that it's, keep in mind, it's not always about you. Actually, it's not about you. It's about your readers. It's about your audience. Um, so what are you reading? Post a photo of the book you're reading and ask your audience, hey, this is what I'm reading lately. What are you reading? Mm-hmm. Um, you can post images. <clears throat> Judith and I we were just talking about being outside, you know. Are you in a park writing, doing some of your writing? Have you? I have a friend who goes to the botanic gardens to do her writing. Post images of your workspace. 
Uh, you can post images of your computer screen going, here's what I'm working on today. It's Chapter 10 of my new book. Uh, and don't forget to include stuff, even if it's what we call a business account on Instagram, share a little bit about your personal life. So did you go somewhere recently on a beautiful, well, may, may not be the case right now, was to say on a beautiful vacation, but <laughs> maybe you went on one <laughs> not too long ago, and you can post images of that and share what you read while you were on your vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just think of things that what motivates you to write. You know, someone, t- I post flowers a lot on my Instagram feed, and someone said, that color is inspiring to me. Oh, cool. Well, what else inspires you? So hmm. just share your life, basically, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, well, so what you're saying is be human. Yeah. Be, hu- be human. <laughs> The human connection is so important, most, you know, even more so right now when we're living at a time where we're, we've been separated for months. Um, so, yeah, just show that you are a human being, you know, mm-hmm. that has a personality and be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I really have to, just as a side note, I've had to spend far more time with people disconnecting. I mean, I have said openly I have Zoomitis. But that, that just, they, because they're lonely out there. Yeah. It's amazing. I like to be alone once in a while. <laughs> well, once so, in a while. You know, I mean, I'm used to working from home. I've done it for many yeah. years. But mm-hmm. now that I'm working at home and don't have networking events to go to, conferences to go to, happy hours to go to, it does get lonely, even with Zoom. Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's only so many Zoom calls you can do in a day um, oh, I before know. that it's burns ex- you out. Yeah, I find it exhausting, really. That yes, I mean, it can nice, be because you're looking I have, at that computer have, screen. Yeah, and, you know, we're we're creating this podcast in the middle of the day. I have five more Zoom calls before the night comes today. Mm-hmm. So so it's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. All right, so we digress. We're back to Instagram. So maybe, so maybe let's see, one Zoom more call, idea that you can... <laughs> Um, talk about, so let's say you have an upcoming release, you know, you're getting, you're in the midst of writing your book. A lot of people right now are actually getting their books done. Share photos about your upcoming launch or about the new book that you're working on. Um, again, I kind of go back to quotes and use it like a teaser, you know, to tease readers about what you're doing and get them excited. Um, and then one thing that we haven't talked about yet, some people say, well, how do you create all this imagery and how do you put the words on top of the mm. pictures and oh. you can go use Canva. Canva. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about Canva even when we were chatting about LinkedIn, but yeah. Canva is a great tool, even if you're not a designer, okay, C-A-N-V-A um, will help you. You can take your own image which is what I highly recommend, or Canva mm-hmm. has a selection of free images. Please, and I always try to um, emphasize this, don't just go do a Google image search and pull something off the Internet. Yeah, because don't. Because more likely than not, it's copyrighted by somebody. Mm-hmm. And just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean you can just go, oh, I can use that. 
Yeah, there is. It's just a myth out there that it is it perpetuating. It just keeps going and going yeah. and going. You would think by um, now it would stop, but it hasn't. <laughs> Yeah, there, here's the reality, all of you. Most of you have a, a, some type of a smartphone. Smartphones have cameras on them, and the quality of the cameras on so many of these phones are so much better than those little hand jobs that you had for many, many, many years, you know, that you spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars for. And the reality is that just start taking pictures. I mean, I was coming in just earlier. I had to run and do a quick errand. Um, and then I came back and I walked up and the, uh, I have in my front yard, a honey, um, a honey locust tree. It's, it's a young tree, but the sculpturing that's coming out, the leaves are this brilliant yellow right now. Um, and it's gorgeous. And I just said, I was, I was literally talking to someone on the phone, walking up the driveway and I just quickly took a picture of it and I will use it. Um, it's just, it's beautiful and, and it's mine. It's mine. And, and so. You don't have to worry about copyrights because you know who owns the picture. Exactly. So, you know what, everyone, take wherever you go. You've got, both of us have our phones in our pocket or something. Take pictures. If you see a beautiful flower in someone's yard as you're walking by, take a picture of it. Because you know what? Those are great on posters when you put up quotes with it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I couldn't agree more. You know, whenever I, t- well, if you go to my Instagram feed, you'll see every two images is a flower. And then the third image is something business related, either related to my book or related to speaking or related to copywriting. And so my feed is full of flowers and they're all photos I've taken. And actually one day I posted, um, I lived on the Island of Kauai for 10 years. And so I have a lot of beach oh, images and it. ocean images. And, um, I was on the beach one day and wrote peace in the sand. And I posted that image and one day I'm on, it wasn't Instagram, I was on Facebook and somebody posted, had used my image and it was somebody I knew. So I said, oh, thank you for using that image of mine. And she's like, oh, I I didn't know. I found it on the internet. I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) it's mine. So then she went and she tagged me and she said, photo credit, Deborah Jason. Um, but that's a perfect example of, you know, somebody finds it online and in the future, it's like when I post images on my own private, well, it's not private, it's everyone's looking at it, but my Facebook wall, for example, my personal wall, I don't put copyright on my images. I, you know, maybe that's a mistake on my part. I but think so. I I mean, I'm going to stop you. Yeah, yeah. What? I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. You need to do that. You should put copyright Deborah Jason and embed it. And you can do it on Canva very easy and it just stays with it. They can't, they won't take it off. Well, what I do when I create, when I turn them into memes, it always has my name on it. But yes, I probably should be doing that more often. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, for we, the- yeah, we copyright. I, I have over a thousand posters and they're all copyrighted. Mm-hmm. I, we, we, my name and my website actually is on all of them. Well, you know, that's a great thing, too, is you could put it, you're, again, it wouldn't be clickable, but, you know, if you want to put it on the image, your URL for your website, they'd mm-hmm. see it right there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we haven't even touched on it, but let's real mm. quickly talk about Instagram stories, which yes. when you post an image on your Instagram feed, you can then put it in what's called an Instagram story. And lots of times when I put something into a story, depending what it is, before I actually hit submit so that it goes in the story, I'll put a URL in there or I'll put some kind of GIF or I'll put, like my flowers, I usually put good morning on them and then I insert it into the story. Same thing, on the story it's not clickable. Um, you need 10,000 followers in order to be able to have uh, posts that you put in your stories that people can swipe on and go to your website and do those kinds of things. But. I'm not that popular right now. <laughs> so, oh, but you can you can create a story just if yeah, you have one fo- story. Yes. All right, but I if mean, you almost all the images I put on my Instagram feed, I put into a story. And most often, I haven't looked up the statistics, so I won't quote any stats. But m- many times, from what I've read, people are viewing stories more than they're even viewing their feed. Your feed. All right, so I, I think maybe you need to expand on the stories a little bit more. I know we're going to be coming up to our final break in two minutes, but so let's just start the process, and we still have to come back to hashtags. But that what we want to do is uh, on stories. So what I'm hearing is if you have 10,000 followers, then you can link to your website. Is that what I heard you say, or did I misunderstand? Yeah, so if you go to look at somebody's story, it might say swipe up. Um, okay. You only get that swipe up option, and that swipe up can take you to their website or it can take you um, to something more detailed. The only way you can do that is if you have 10,000 followers. Now, you can still post to a story. It just means you can't put in something that says swipe up to see more or swipe up to go to my website. Right. You so how do, you, post how, do you make it, how do you make a story post? So, you know, it's easy oh, so, to put on. Um, yeah. Let's see if I can describe it without you seeing it. Um, So when you go to Instagram and you put your post up, let's see, how do I describe it? Once your post is up on your feed, okay, in the lower left-hand corner, you'll see, I think it's a little heart, you know, so somebody can like your post. Then you'll see the little comment bubble, so somebody can comment on your post. And then there's, what do they call it, like um, a little airplane, for lack of a better word. It's sort of a triangle that points up a little bit. So you see the heart, you see the bubble, and then you see this little triangular or a kite. You might Some might say it looks like a kite. When you click on that, um, it, and this is when I'm doing it from my iPad. Okay. Okay. Um, so I get, you know what? I need you to have you hold that because we're right up to the commercial break, okay. final commercial break here, and we'll come back on that. So Deborah Jason is giving you the inside scoop on how to create a story on your Instagram account. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing. And so must you. 
You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, our final segment, we are deep into the heart of Instagram land. Um, Deborah Jason is with me today. We're talking about really building stories, and then we're going to loop back to hashtags because they're really instrumental in your success here. So stories, 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 so stories. Stories. So yeah. uh, we were talking about when, when you're on your iPhone or your iPad, um, and I'm assuming, I'm sorry, I don't know for sure because I don't use an Android, but it's probably the same on those. When you're in your Instagram account and you, let's say you just posted something, if you look at that post, that image that you just posted, underneath it on the left, there's a heart, there's a comment bubble, and then there's a little airplane sort of image. If you click on that little airplane, you'll see a little menu that pops up and it's, it'll have your photo from your bio and it'll say add post to your story and you click that and your that image shows up and then you can if you want you can um, hit a button that lets you add some text to it you can add a gif to it you could add emojis to it or you can just just totally post that image without adding anything to it and there'll be something on the lower left that has your image and says your story and when you click on that it goes up to your Instagram story. An Instagram story only lasts for 24 hours, okay? If you go to your Instagram account and you look at the top where your bio is, where your image is, when you've got a story in there, um, you click on that and the story opens and you'll see the images that you posted and that's where people can see the images that you posted. So you can actually create more than just one image, um, for example, if you go to your Instagram account and you click on your photos that you have on your phone and you want to not maybe post them on your feed, but you want to post them in your story, you can do that. Okay, You just click on those images and post them up. So let's say you just did a book signing and you have a series of photos, but you're not posting every single one of them on your Instagram feed, you want to just put them into a story, you can do that. But remember, it only lives for 24 hours there. Mm -hmm. um, you can do what's called highlighting an image. So when you've got it in your story on the bottom right, it'll say highlight, and you can create, if you've ever been to someone's Instagram account, you'll see 
if they have their stories highlighted, you'll see little circles underneath their bios that have, like I have one that says Millionaire Marketing Book. So anytime I've posted an image and put it in my story, I can highlight it and it lives in that little highlight on Instagram as opposed to going away for 24 hours. And and it are we talking about living in perpetuity or what? Yeah, it stays on it stays on your Instagram feed until you decide. I think there is a limit to how many images you can put into the highlights. But I think it's quite a large number. So, and to me well, large means 100. So, definitely for you authors, you want your book cover up there. Yeah. Um, on there. So here's a story idea. Um, and Deborah, actually, when we opened the show, um, what, 50 minutes ago, um, she talked about one of the things that you could share is, uh, as a post, is the beginning, the genesis of a cover. What do you think? Get people's opinion. Put up several. You could take, uh, save, I, th- I actually think everyone should save all those so you can see the evolution. It's kind of fun to see an evolution until you get to the ta-da. But that's a story. Deborah, are there other ways that you can add to the story? I love the images, the sequencing of images. What else might be in your bag of tricks? So another way when you're not directly on your feed, meaning your Instagram account personally, but you're looking at your home feed where other people are posting their images and you're seeing that. On the bottom, there's a little navigation bar and a picture of a house. That's your home. When you click on that, you'll see at the top of your feed little circles for people that you follow. Those are their stories. And one of them on the far left says your story. So let's say you want to add something, an image that's on your phone or your your tablet. There's a little camera above that. And when you click on that, it takes you to either you can create something or you can go to the library of your photos and add those to your stories. So that's a way to sort of build the story. If you don't want all those images on your actual Instagram wall, you can put them into a story by pulling them off of your phone or your iPad that way. I hope it's easy to understand without seeing what we're talking about. Hopefully your listeners will follow what I'm describing. I'm hoping so. So here I'm going to make a suggestion, everyone. One of my favorite websites is Social Media Examiner, Social Media Examiner. Dot com. I would go in there, put in the search box, latest info on Instagram, because that they may have some good images that you can see here um, on the how-tos in, 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 that will illustrate. Yeah, I'm sure they have something describing. about, type yeah. in Instagram stories, and I'm sure you'll yeah. find something. Yeah, yeah. Or you go, how to do Instagram stories. Stories. You can always do YouTube. Um, that's another resource. All right. So, Deborah, we have like, oh, maybe 10 minutes here or less, maybe five. I don't know where. No, less than five. Um, that let's talk about hashtags really quickly. Okay. So, we mentioned earlier one thing you can think about for your book is is there a hashtag that will identify my book? So, for me, it was Millionaire Marketing Book. Um, I talked about my colleague, Judy Holler. Hers was Fear Boss. Um, I went and looked up some authors that I don't know all that well. Um, and there was a woman, Beth O'Leary, who wrote a book called The Switch. That became her hashtag, The Switch. 
She had something else that was the flat share. Somebody has a book called Sweet Bitter. That became her hashtag. So look at the title of your book. That's just one hashtag. But then look at, okay, well, what's my book about? You know, is there something else? Momentary Happiness is another author I found. But here are some standards for authors. Um, two of, I think, two of the most popular hashtags for authors or writers even in general are Instabooks. So you're using Instagram, but I-N-S-T-A books or Bookstagram. And there's only one S in it, so it's Bookstagram. Um, and Instagram, that happens a lot for flowers of Instagram, Bookstagram, Quotestagram. So think of something with Stagram, or you could even do Authors of Instagram. Then there's Insta Authors, and these are always all one word, no punctuation marks, no dashes, no dots. It's always hashtag Authors, hashtag Authors of IG, which stands for Instagram. Uh, hashtag authors of Insta. Hashtag, I like to use um, this for the speaking world, but hashtag writing life. I use one for hashtag speaker life. So think of those hashtags. And what you can do is go search hashtags before you ever decide. See, okay, you know, if I use hashtag Judith Bryles, you know, does anyone, does anyone ever search hashtag Judith Bryles? I don't think so. I own it, you know, I own it, but well, I, rarely, I rarely use it. We're not, you know, we're not, should, we're not talking about your start. handle. We're talking about a hashtag. So, um, you know, think yeah. of something every so often. Actually, I've heard other Instagram uh, professionals talk about use your hashtag of your name because mm-hmm. you never know if you get out into that uh, environment where people do start to know you and they search for a hashtag. So, for example, while we're on the phone, I just searched hashtag Judith Bryles, and there are 11 posts that shop, show up. Yeah, once in a while I've used it. And I really, I think that if you're going to do it, you know, I went in one day and just bought a whole, but really claimed them, claimed the hashtag. And that's a whole nother topic, everyone, that you might want to consider if there's something that's unique about you or even your own name that were like Deborah and I were talking about earlier, that the handle, that at sign in your name, good idea. Why don't mm-hmm. you do it with a hashtag too? And and just maybe you start doing it and then you can just start flowing it in that way and see right. what pops up. So I think, you know, I thank you for regoosing me to do that because I did that on purpose. And when you buy it, you know, where do you buy them? Go to Twubs, T-W-U-B-S dot com um, and go in and pick them up and, and you can put in identifying what they what 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 is this hashtag about? Claim it. Um, and I'll be, I'll be surprised. I'll tell you, there's a lot of very popular names, words that are used for hashtags that no one does this, and you might want to snag it. Deborah, we're out of time. Thank oh you. Oh my God. I know. Oh <laughs> my God. It's an OMG. Another another afternoon. So, <laughs> Deborah Jason, um, the the right it's it's the writing life. My website is the right direction, and actually, there's no the, right the in the URL. It's rightdirection.com. Of course, that's okay. W R I T E. There you go. Thank you so much for being with us again today. Thank you, Judith. All right, everyone. Happy writing. Happy publishing. We'll be with you next week. 
thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.